Well, hello, folks. Welcome to another episode of Surviving Empathy. I'm your host, Brian Russell of Chef Bry Comedy. And as usual, you can always reach me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Chef Bry Comedy or simply by searching Surviving Empathy Podcast. And today, ladies and gentlemen, I'm bringing to you guys another bonus episode. We want to talk about what's going on in our personal life and some of the self-caring that we have to do. Uh, We're going to talk about the world and the, the strangeness of things that's going on right now and how that can be exhausting for a lot of us more sensitive types and then we're going to talk about uh simply what's to come in season three we've got a lot of new paranormal stuff in store for you guys it's going to be a lot of fun uh i do want to bring you guys up to speed on what's going on with uh, the chef Rye comedy brand we have a brand new website uh, www.survivingempathy.com which will be up soon and then I have a Patreon page where you can support us uh, for as cheap as $3 and up to 20 which is going way above and beyond but uh, anything you can do to help would really help us and uh, help uh, strengthen our channel and our mission so that we can help you guys more and more and more and that's what it's all about uh, and then lastly uh, I have a YouTube channel that's also going to be up uh, soon we've got a lot of things that we're trying to play with Uh, I may end up doing reviews for a lot of these paranormal shows because we do watch so many of them. I think I could kind of help you guys figure out the good ones from the bad ones and everything in between. And uh, uh, just just a lot of supplemental fun stuff, tidbits and videos of Rebecca and I in our daily lives. That's what uh, the YouTube channel is going to be all about, mostly just for fun. It's not... I'm not trying to make it as a YouTuber or anything like that, but, uh, you know, hey, why not? You know, win in Rome. So that's what we got in store for you guys today. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, uh, with the Season 3 opener. And thank you guys for your support. And if you ever have any questions, just reach out to us, and we will always, always talk to you guys. So thank you so much, and uh, let's begin. Well, hello, folks. Welcome to another episode of Surviving Empathy. I am your host, your illustrious host, Brian Russell of Chef Bry Comedy, and today I have my beautiful wife, my partner in crime, my, well, we don't commit real crimes, do we? Nah. Yeah, more like, more like crimes against we're, you. We're pretty boring. Yeah. We don't, we don't even get out of the house. How could we commit uh, crimes? We, yeah. <laughs> Rebecca Russell, please say hello to the folks. Hello, everybody. So, hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of Surviving Empathy. Um, so... I have been on hiatus for a, yeah, about a month now, about five weeks, and uh, I ended up injuring my neck. Uh, it was a terrible snowboarding accident. No, I'm kidding. I slept on it wrong. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm not feeling terribly great, and so that's why I'm taking a little bit of extra time. Usually, I only take a month-long hiatus, but this time... I'm uh, going a little bit extra because, frankly, I'm getting lots of migraines from the weather changes as well as my neck hurting, and I'm just feeling like trash. 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 <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know, that's a that's a uh, Thor Ragnarok uh, reference. Yes, I love it. it. <laughs> trash. Were you just waiting to say that? <laughs> Anyhow, so, you guys, welcome back. Uh, so, uh, we, this is another bonus episode. We This is not going to be a season three opener because, frankly, I feel like hell. I just wanted to come back and say hello to the folks, tell you all what's going on with the show and everything, and, uh, you know, just kind of touch base, you know? So, here we are. So, here we are. Yes. <laughs> 
so I got a few things to talk about. First of all, yes, I am self-caring. My neck is hurting. I have fibro. Uh, I have fibromyalgia, as you guys know. And uh, sometimes I have to self-care a little more than usual on occasion, and especially as an empath. Empaths, we, um, boy, are we sensitive to the vibrations of the world. And, yeah, as such, the Ukrainian uh, and fiasco along with the rising gas prices paired with the um, shortages, uh, paired with the long, expensive, what am I saying? I'm saying the world is a shithole, you guys, and and yet I try so hard to think about the right thoughts because that's what it's about. Because we can just so easily just derail and think about the wrong people and think about the wrong things and end up derailing your mental health and derailing your emotional health. And so, no, no. You know, I was watching this um, this YouTube video. We spent this whole week... I've been basically boycotting Star Wars ever since, um, you know, The Last Jedi. Or, not The Last Jedi, The the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. We finally ended up seeing it like a year later. <laughs> and we watched it, we're like, well, that was kind of fun. It was a popcorn fluff kind of fun. But it just didn't make narrative sense. So the point is, is that, you know, I love Star Wars. I love all things nerdy, as you guys know. And uh, I just, you know, stopped wearing Star Wars shirts I was like, no, I just don't feel right wearing this stuff. Like, like it just, it so derailed my love for Star Wars because I don't think the movies are bad in and of themselves. Each movie has good things in it. You know, like, oh, look, Baby A. Oh, look, a Porg. Oh, look, Chewie. You know, it's like, it's good to have everybody back. Some of it's played very well. Some of it not as much. Um, and I can't say that it's, worse than the prequels but at least the prequels did something that these ones didn't do and that is they have a cohesive story line and cohesive story arc and they tried to expand the universe and it feels to me like they just copy and pasted what they think we want to see but then ryan johnson's like okay my turn bitch and then he's like subvert expectation subvert expectation subvert expectation and by the end you're like are we so? Are you just going to be a contrarian about everything? <laughs> Do you even believe in Star Wars? I mean, what's the point of you directing this if you hate all things Star Wars? But I like some of what they did. I don't care that that they made um, uh, Luke Skywalker a little bit curmudgeonly. I relate to that character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's me. <laughs> but. But I do believe that they took too many liberties with that curmudgeon thing, or that contrarian thing. And so, we really, we've been watching all these documentaries trying to um, find, reclaim our love and put to bed our hate of Star Wars. Because it's one of those things where you don't realize how much the nerd life, hashtag, uh, is your life. And when, so- when something's done wrong, or, so- or something's not done to your satisfaction, it ruins your nerd world. Hashtag nerd world. You know? <laughs> and so it just really got me upset, and I wasn't wearing shirts. And so just recently, we uh, were re-watching all the Star Wars movies. Uh, we actually started on Empire Strikes Back, because we didn't intend to do it, but we just kind of thought, ah, we'll just carry on. Um, it happened. It happened, yeah. And so we're we're kind of not doing it in order, but we're kind of doing it kind of like, I think we started at Empire, and then we did Return of the Jedi, and then we did um, 
the new movies, uh, Force Awakens, uh, Last Jedi, and now we have yet Half to watch... Last Jedi. Huh? Half of The Last Jedi. Half of The we Last Jedi. We're not there yet. Yeah, we haven't finished yet. Well, we have to prepare for the show with ghost shows. I mean, shoot. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, to make a long story short, I spent the last couple of days trying to reclaim my love for Star Wars. And what do you think? Are, are you... Do you feel like... What do they do right? What do they do wrong? Well, I'm not as huge of a fan as you. Right. So, right. I'm just kind of more <clears throat> of a casual yeah. fan. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they did. He, Ryan Johnson did just, he just, it was like everything that they did, he purposely undid. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like he was going overboard and trying to make everything different from what he thought they were going for. Yeah. And then, but there's, you know, there's fun stuff. There's cool visuals. Yeah. There's fun characters. Well, there's- you know, I like scenes where, you know, some of the scenes are pretty funny. You know, I don't mind, like, George Lucas would try to put funny stuff in, and it was like, oh, God, what are you doing? It was cringy. You know, when he when he took the original stuff and he put CGI elements trying to remaster them and everything, and he would put, like, a, a transition scene with a frog and a burp and stuff, and you're like, why? Yeah. Why'd you do that? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's not that bad, but what really I can't stand is the singing. Yes. So, Rebecca, I had to pause because Rebecca had to put a... A blankie on her butt. The chair's hard. I usually put it on there. I forgot. <laughs> we haven't done this in a while. She doesn't. She doesn't, right. doesn't know how this machine works. I don't. So, anyways, um, the singing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the dumb. singing in the canteen, or not the canteen, in the Jabba's palace. The da 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 da. Rah, 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 rah. I was like, oh god, what are you doing? Yeah, that's bad. Shiba shiba sha sha sha. It's like, oh god. It's like, oh my god, what are you doing? And so that's pretty cringy. But at least there's great stuff there. I, they should not have added that song in the Java scene. I don't know why they felt the need to do that. It was and the CGI does not hold up. He looks like uh, Captain Caveman, the guy singing. Like Captain, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> he looks like that dude, and you're like, oh god, what are you doing? So, anyways, long story short, we're trying to reconcile, and uh, it's just, uh, it's, it's just, I love Star Wars, <clears throat> and it's kind of like when you love something so much, and it, and it betrays you. It's like a jilted lover who's like, no, I don't love you anymore. You're like, why? I've been doing better. I've been, what? I'm I'm, I'm exercising for you, babe. I'm doing all these things for you, babe. And why don't you love me? That's what it feels like, you know? <laughs> you guys, don't, don't, be, don't become a nerd. It's, it's, it's a slippery slope. But, uh, <laughs> but that world, you, it means so much to us because at the end of the day, the real world is a shit show these days, and I'm trying so hard, so hard to just um, <clears throat> process it and see it correctly because as an empath, you get all these wild vibes. You see, like, and then you go on YouTube and you see, like, this girl. She's like, why Cinemassacre is totally wrong and evil, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, my God. What is it with people trying to become successful off the backs of, Innocent people. Yeah, I don't understand that. And that's just, its it's been a thing forever. People try to put others down to raise themselves up. And yeah. it's just, I don't understand yeah. it. it and I was listening to, to a few minutes of it, and I'm like, I can't listen to this. Like, first of all, this is all speculative. I don't, I'm not finding any fucking proof here. 
And second of all, it's Cinna Massacre. If you don't know, you guys, James Rolfe runs this channel. He's one of the first YouTubers out there. He ran this shit before YouTube existed. And then when it, it started existing, he just started uploading it there. And then he became famous because... He's good at his job, and he's got a handful of friends, and they're a bunch of nerds, and he does the angry video game nerd, and he does Cine Massacre, and he has a bunch of friends, and he has a you know a fake video store that they talk in, and it's just a lot of fun. And 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 then you know you see these people on YouTube just like man, 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 he's wrong. Like how is he wrong? He's like he's got Cine a wife Massacre. and two daughters for crying right? out loud. Yeah. Like what the fuck are you I talking know. about? Shut I up. Know. And I, I just you know unless you have really valid proof of something and that goes exactly what i was talking about on the last bonus episode where i was talking about that guy that mr empath who's gonna sl- he's the empath slayer he's gonna kill all other empaths so he can rise above everybody else and be the cream of the crop the one it's true like empath huh be the one true empath uh, yeah but except yeah sorry buddy but you're a fucking sociopath doing that you cannot be an empath and just start you know ruining everybody's character just because you want to you know what i mean yeah. that's what he's doing i know it's just some so weird just feel the need to do that for some reason yeah and and the whole world is just going off the fucking rails and then and then i get all upset about um the whole thing going on with with the you know with ukraine because we're all now dealing with all these high gas prices all because of one fucking tyrant like I'm sorry, you guys. You know I love people. I'm a lover. But I'm also a soldier, and I can tell you 45 cents will end this whole problem. 45 cent slug. No, I shouldn't have said that, but anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My point is, is he's a tyrant, and he's been doing it for 20 fucking years, and then he turned uh, Russia that used to be the USSR back into a totalitarian state from a democracy. If you look at pictures of, like, Iraq from the 70s, women used to wear bikinis and such, and then they went the other way, and now they're more extreme and more tyrannical and more corrupt. And that's what we do on the show, is we're identifying corrupt systems and corrupt and and, and tyrannical people and systems, people who aren't right, so that we can avoid them and have a happier better life you know because that's what we want is we want to be less punitive as a society but if we're always having to watch our six because of some sociopath some predator trying to hurt us whether it be putin or or whether it be you know republicans versus democrats or whether it be just you know uh random people who don't want to go work for a living decide they're going to become a youtuber and they're going to dethrone everybody that they think is in their way it's like geez louise yeah it's just I don't I I that's not why I got into this. I did not get into this to to smear people, you know. No, that's that's why I like to stay in my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that's why. Well, and that's why we're taking a little bit extra time this time on our hiatus because I didn't plan on injuring my neck, and I didn't plan on uh, all these migraines. And 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 really, frankly, I've been waking up anxious for a week. And I, I don't know why. Well, it's just the state of the world. I mean, what is <clears throat> happening in Ukraine is so horrible. And it's yeah. just kind of in the back of your mind because you know all these people are going through all this horribly horrific mm. stuff. Yeah. Well, you can't do anything to help them. Yeah. You just work. Well, and as somebody who used to be in the military, the right I have that military side that thinks like about military strategy and military training. But then I've been out a really long time, and so I'm completely useless to their cause now. I just talk shit, you know. I'm just 
I'm just an old vet who <laughs> they're like, whatever. They're not going to they're not going to ask my old ass back, you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah. you know, it's just I, I've got this duality of of the side of me that's super peaceful and loving and gentle and just wants to live his own work life. Stay in your own lane. Don't you know, don't worry about what everybody else is doing and don't trash talk people and don't cause problems and just live your life and find hope and comfort where you can. That's what I believe is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when definitely. I see all these like YouTubers all trying to be famous, all these 20 year olds with their goober fucking personalities, it's like, yeah, yeah I am a empath. And yes, I advocate for people. That being said, it's really hard to do when people are so god awful and fucked up and retarded and stupid and crazy. How are you? How can you advocate for the human condition if the human condition isn't being, uh, you know, uh, you you know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> the dude, you know what I'm saying. You know, it's just how do you advocate for people if people don't come correct? You know, yeah, it's hard. And so and so, yeah. So that's what this show is all about: is to say. You know, how do we survive with empathy? How do we as empaths survive in a world that is just getting bittersweet? It's, it's not that there isn't great stuff in the world. There is. I mean, the, the one of the big comforts that we've been doing lately because we're gearing up for season three and it's going to be all kinds of paranormal stuff. Because frankly, I, I'm frankly tired of, um, exhausting myself as an empath talking about mental health stuff all the time. Because the more I talk about being an empath, the the more uh, it, it the, just the more it gets out of control. You yeah, actually feel like talking about it brings more attention to it, which yeah. makes it kind of wake up a little bit. Right. Well, and I've told you guys that I believe everybody has a little bit of it, you know. And so I'm not just uh, t- you know this isn't just for empaths. This is for people who may just think I, I think I might be an empath, or or I might I'm just really sensitive. I just really. I don't feel like I'm built for this world. And it's like, join the fucking club, man. Because frankly, there's a bunch of haters out there drinking the haterade. And I just, I'm a tough, big, crusty guy and I can kick ass when I want to, but I don't, I punched out years ago. I don't want to have to rehash old shit because you're trying to evolve as a person. You're trying to grow. You're trying to keep your mental health intact. You're trying to do all these things to stay kind and decent and sensitive and proactive and classy and then you see all these fucking spuds out there just mucking shit up and you're like god damn it what the fuck is going on with the world baby (laughs) (laughs) i don't know yeah but so and that's the thing and we're not here to bum you guys out we're here to lift your spirits to raise consciousness and raise awareness and raise people up and make them feel better about the world and i can tell you that frankly it's hard it's hard to to come correct when you you yourself aren't feeling like the world is becoming a better place um what i can say is is that um when you pull out of politics and you're no longer in that left versus right he said she said stuff um it gets easier because you don't label everyone you're not like, oh, there's a Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like we were watching that paranormal episode. Rebecca, we were watching this episode and it was this restaurant in California. And we found out that they, they're they not getting really good reviews because they put all their Trump shit, their Trump supporters, 
Go ahead and talk about that. It was well, fun. It was, yeah, it was just, <laughs> I wanted to, first of all, just kind of see a little bit about the place in real life. So I looked it up and it, of course, went on and showed me Yelp reviews and they, it, it had a three, like, average. So, of course, that's not great to begin no, with. So, no. then I was looking, and it was, like, either a five or a one. And, like, some people were like, it's the greatest food ever. It's this and that. And other people were like, the food is shit. It's really expensive. And there's Trump bobbleheads all over the place. And they bring their politics into everything. And yeah. So, it... And we watched yeah. the show, and I was saying to her, I was like, that guy's a character. Like, yeah. <laughs> as a storyteller, he was a lot of fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean, you know, like, some people, you're, you enjoy them as characters. You enjoy them as as storytellers. But beyond that, would you really want to hang with these people? Exactly. Probably yeah. not, you know. Yeah, exactly. And that's my point about some of these YouTubers is, like, I don't want to hate on YouTubers. I'm getting ready to start my own YouTube channel myself. Now, it's a supplemental channel. I'm not trying to go out there be swinging for the fences, but I just want to put stuff there to connect with my audience. I'm not trying to be Mr. Famous, but still, I'm not, I don't want to shit on people. I don't want to go out there and be like, oh, God. But when you see some of these people, it just, honestly, like, I'm pushing 50. I spent an entire life before this as a chef, as a soldier, as an EMT, as a massage therapist, as a janitor. I've done a lot of things in my life. I've logged a lot of hours. And I see these kids and I I advocate for these younger generations. So it's hard for me when I see YouTubers that are like 23, don't know shit from shit, and they're starting a YouTube channel and they're claimed to be an expert at something. Like, oh, yeah honky please claiming to be an expert and shitting on other people and this and that right yeah and they're always the same they're just so fucking excitable and they're and they're just sitting there with that fucking radio with that with that microphone in their uh, up to their mouth like it's a dick swinging in their face and they just sit there with their headphones on so fucking smug and superior and you're just like who are you man and you know that it's their total super ego is out of control. They probably have to jack themselves up with fucking caffeine and they go, you know, and then they, they get, they, they work themselves up into a frenzy and then they go, okay, let's record, go, let's go while we're feeling it, you know, and then, and then they put out all this trash and then this shit gets views because honestly, people can't tell the difference between quality content and total crap anymore. And sometimes you watch things because it is such a train wreck. Mm. <laughs> that's true that in turn gives it views which yeah. then helps it keep get popular well but you know we this episode's a bonus episode so we're just kind of you know slumming it having fun but most of the time i come super prepared and i'm super committed to making the world a better place to raise awareness about the world mental health empath stuff and the paranormal and as a paranormal researcher and investigator myself i care deeply about the subject matter so i'm not here to you know just you know ride the gravy train but you do see how big the paranormal is getting and how many shows are out there how many podcasters are out there doing their thing and while i'm all for people doing what they love i don't know it feels to me like the younger generations and i don't want to pick on the younger generation because i mostly support their decision to say fuck the corporate world i want to go do my own thing but when they go to do that new thing, it's trash. It's crap. And I don't want people to give up because they 
aren't getting better. I want you to get better. But I don't mean the quality is trash. Their attitudes are trash. Yeah. Their mentalities are trash. We are not put on this earth to fucking hurt each other. And we've become each other's competition. And the one thing I learned in the military is that there's always a greater enemy than your fellow American. So if you're a Trump supporter, okay, fine. You're probably not going to get, you know, me to, you know, hang out with you all the time. But I'm not, you know, I look at the greater threats in the world. I look at the bigger threats. The military taught me to see Americans as people who are on your side. And when you see everybody left versus right, blue versus red, white versus black, it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, what happened? What happened to all that progress I was sniffing 20 years ago when I thought things were getting better? Yeah, kind of went out the window. It's Yeah, it's almost like a new batch of shitheads came up and now we got to fuck. It's like tribbles, the trouble with tribbles. <laughs> fuck, now we got a problem. Now we got to get rid of all these tribbles. You know, well, because these tribbles me, are nothing but troublemakers. They, yeah. Well, it makes me think of that episode of that ghost show we were watching last night, and it was those two that were in the military. Yeah. And they, <clears throat> you could tell they had struck up this friendship because of this weird stuff that was happening, mm-hmm. and they were so different, and it just kind of warmed my heart. Oh, that yeah. These two no, totally, that were, because he was, he was a white guy. He was a southerner, probably. Late 30s, mid 40s. And yeah, she he was, was kind of older. Just out of high school. Like, and, an Hispanic gal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it was really. Well, and that's nice. what I mean is like, um, there are so many troublemakers out there starting problems. And, and um, I don't think people always have the intellect or the insight or the empathic uh, groundedness to, to be able to tell the difference between people coming pre- correct and people who are just trying to you know, stroke their ego or hate on others so that they look more legit. And so, yeah, here you are with all this life experience as a soldier, all these things I've done. And, and, and so it's just refreshing when you watch TV shows like that, because there's no racism, there's no hatred. And that's what I love about ghost shows. And so that's kind of what we could start talking about now is why are we attracted to the paranormal? Now, obviously, there's the all, all the obvious reasons. So go ahead and talk about the obvious reasons, and then we'll go into oh, the not so yeah. obvious. The obvious reasons, just because it's fun, it's spooky, yeah. it's <clears throat> it's out of the ordinary. It's well, it's easy to watch something spooky on TV and go, "Ooh, that's kind of creepy," but we we grow numb to true crime, to the paranormal when we watch it on television. When it happens in your own backyard or happens in your own house, now, you know, because if somebody tells you a scary story, you're like, oh, that's scary. And then you walk away and you may- maybe you believe them, maybe you don't. But when it happens to you and then you get all crazy and excited and then others are like, sure, buddy, sure, <laughs> you know. So the point is, is that, yeah, we have to go into the paranormal with the right frame of mind because, first of all, uh, the paranormal is is this branch where it's not just the spooky side, but it's Americana. It yeah. goes into that Norman Rockwell Americana of um, just uh, charming tales, charming towns, um, uh, the hardships of the olden days, the day, a bygone era, etc. And then, yeah. you know, most of these ghosts are all Victorian era. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like the Velisca house, you know, like it's just... We all crave for a smaller, more charming uh, time. What was that? 
I don't know. Okay, so I swear to God, you guys, we just heard three taps. We have no idea where it came from. Maybe, maybe I tapped something. I don't know, but I don't know. That was, was bizarre. Was so and we're not haunted. We've never had any uh-uh. problems with the paranormal in this house. Thankfully, no. knock knock on wood. Three times. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, but there's a there's a uh, something uh, you know old fashioned homespun uh, kitchen table talk kind of. Um, and, and plus, it attracts a lot of empaths and gentle souls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, sure. you see a lot of women paranormal investigators that have a real, or and men even, who ha- like myself, who are these gentle souls, like ourselves. <clears throat> and so, I like that aspect to it because, yeah, the lack of racism, the lack of misogyny, the lack of politics, the lack of hate. It's like, oh, God, you know, sometimes you just want to get away from the real world. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. It's an escape. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But we also want to uncover what's really going on there. And, um, you know, I've been having a string of headaches and fibro. And uh, because of that, I don't always sleep very good. And so the other night we were watching one of those episodes. uh, I think it was the show's called uh, My Ghost Story. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is all on Discovery Plus, you guys. Uh, and one thing I want to say is we might end up on the YouTube channel, start doing reviews of these shows so that, you know, it, we can become a resource of what's good and what's trash. Because there's another show called A Haunting. And we were like, oh, this is fun. And then and sometimes, you know how sometimes the reenactments are like spawn on. Like, wow, that really right. looks like the person. <laughs> and other times it's like, cool, that's bad. Or the details, like like they said, oh, and then the ghost sprayed nail polish on the wall. And then they showed it on the reenactment and it looks like this Jackson Giant Pollock painting. Paint. Yeah. And then in real life they show the photos and it was like little blips. Yeah, Like exactly. little, little dots. You're like, yeah. oh, come on. You know, mm-hmm. so... You know, you have to kind of, you know, uh, temper your expectations with these reenactments. Um, but then the thing that we started to notice time and time and time again, and no disrespect, but I was like, I'm starting to see a pattern here. It doesn't seem like every one of these is solved by more prayer and more Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. You know? Exactly and I was like, I'm starting to think yeah. the showrunner is big time Christian mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're pushing an agenda. Yeah, you know, it, it did start to feel like that. Yeah, it's still fun, and, and it's it still a good show. Like you know, the reenactments, some were spot on where I was like, wow, that's, you know, when they find actors to portray people and they do a really good job at it, you're like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're like, wow, that was great. And then other times you're like, yeah, she wishes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. It just it's it's all about preserving the spirit of uh, the American uh, heartland. You know, the old-timey mm-hmm. folksisms of yeah. rural uh, America, I think. You know? mm-hmm. And, you know, other parts of the world as well. But but that's what we get here in America is we get that Americana. Yeah, And uh, it's just, uh, I don't know. It feels like, uh, it just kind of reminds you, it harkens to a better time, I yeah. guess. Well, sometimes better. Some- <laughs> mm. Different. Well, that's true. Sometimes, sometimes it's awful. Times sometimes it we yeah. think about how dreadful the past is. And then... That can help you. It's like watching a horror movie where you're like, <clears throat> man, I'm glad that's not happening to me. And it kind of yeah. makes you more grateful uh, in your life that terrible things aren't happening. And so, yeah, when you see these stories about the Velisca murder house 
two criminals just enter this house, live, stay in the attic. They get home from church of all places, and then they're all murdered. A mother, a wife, and then what? Four kids, three kids, three of their own kids, and then two and kids two that were kids. spending the night that were or friends. Four of their own kids. I think it was four of their four own. Four of their two own kids, kids and two, and then the parents because yeah. eight people together. And that's yeah. terrible. And, and and so it makes you realize like. Um, Random acts of violence have always existed, and the more people there are on the planet, the more times that kind of thing is going to happen. And that's why yeah. I say be careful of tweakers, because that's they're opportunist thieves, mm-hmm. petty criminals. They yeah. lose their soul while they're on the drugs. Uh, but but uh, I don't know, hon. Uh, you know, I guess it just makes me feel good to see a world where sensitives and um, caring kind people can come together and try to do something to help people and that's what i like about watching the paranormal and that's what i like about being somewhat of a paranormal researcher and investigator myself now uh, granted i haven't done an investigation in a very long time um, but that is my background i've been thinking and talking about ghosts ever since i was old enough to pick up a spirit board oh yeah well ever since i was a kid just yeah, I know I've mentioned it before, but Unsolved Mysteries. And I was young when that came out, and it's just always been fascinating yeah. to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, ever since I was young, you know, uh, Poltergeist kind of got me into it. Yeah, and, uh, definitely. Huh? Definitely that. Yeah, yeah. you know. And, um, yeah. and then it just kind of grew from there. But, I mean, I had a Ghostbusters club when I was 10 years old, you know. I had a Care Bear club. That's all right. That's a good thing, too. We need that. I think we are the Care Bear Club now. (laughs) We're kind of both. We're the Ghostbusters and Care Bear. Wow. It's like full circle. We're now the Ghostbusters. We're going to change the name of the show, you guys. The Care Bear Ghostbusters Club. (laughs) Also, I have a Drain Drain Club, but that doesn't really fit in anyway. It's it's the soundtrack. Yeah, that's the soundtrack to our lives. There you go. Okay, we got it. Okay. But anyway, um, we are digressing. But the point is, you guys, is this coming season, we have so much planned for you. And that's why we're watching a lot of this stuff. Because honestly, if you don't live in a haunted home and you're not going out on investigations regularly, because I'm not a paid, well, I'm not a part of a paranormal group. Um, I've always just been fascinated by the phenomenon. But not enough to, like, go start being a Mr. Ghost Hunter. You know, I just found myself, you know, like, that's great for others, but it's not for me kind of thing. But then as I became more uh, strong as an empath, I realized I can sense these spirits and I can sense these energies. And so that's when I decided, well, <clears throat> even though I'm not a part of a paranormal group, I'm kind of uh, somewhat of a, a an expert and, and helper as I just kind of lend my you know self to the cause because uh, I've learned that having a certain amount of clairvoyance allows me to connect on ways that a lot of people just can't you know so yeah so yeah you know uh, the paranormal is a fascinating subject and for most empaths introverts awkward folks sensitives um, people struggling with their life People struggling with their mental health, people struggling with their uh, job, trying to feel valid, trying to find balance, trying to find um, s- s- meaning in this world full, full, full of egotists, full of maniacs, 
full of weirdos and and you know we're all about celebrating weird but there's a good weird and there's a bad weird and i i guess the point is is the reason why we try to stay in our own lane and do the paranormal is to offer uh hope and salvation for a country that uh, is getting too big there's just too much out there and for empaths that can be very overwhelming even if you don't think you're an empath you know i call myself a realized empath and all that means is is that I realized I was an empath. It's, it's that you've come to terms with what it is. You know how to separate it from yourself. You know that it um, interacts with your life and your mental health. And so you have to self-care and do certain things, certain rituals, certain you know um, ceremonies, etc., to keep your mental health uh, happy and clear. And so for us, uh, we're doing most of this paranormal watching so that we can start understanding different phenomenon. We can start talking about that here this season because we have a huge list, you guys, of yep. pa- different phenomenon, things that we've learned, that we're learning, and we're trying to come at this, <clears throat> you know, not as like, oh, yeah, just ditto heads, just repeating what we've heard from other ghost shows. We want to come at this from a point of view of, healthy skepticism but open-minded empath perspective where we're kind of really trying to understand what we're seeing and really try to gain some sense of meaning and clarity in this whole phenomenon so what we're trying to do you know simply put is just try to uncover the truth in a way that isn't cynical that isn't hateful that isn't scornful uh we want to uh get help people in this world whether you are a realized empath or you're just trying to figure out if you're an empath or if you're just sensitive by nature we're trying to help those people out in the world who are struggling to find purpose meaning balance and and value in this world because frankly the world seems to um you know reward the loudest most obnoxious people (laughs) Yes, it does. You know, and yeah. and then there's a lot of people who just come prepackaged with rich parents, prepackaged with success. And here, you know, when you're born on second or third base, it's not that hard to get to home. You know, when you're, you know, in the dugout. I was born in the dugout underneath the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to go that much further to attain success. And so with my experience in the military and with my experience in life, I'm trying to come with a, a, a gentleness and wisdom and perspective to help empaths and help regular people and sensitives just find balance and meaning and purpose in this world. And I think we can, and we are, and um, and that's the thing. We've we've already helped a lot of people, and I think we're going to continue to help people because honestly, I think there's a lot of there's a lot more of us than there are of them. And when I say them, I mean people who are just born with silver spoons in their mouth. Hold on, baby. Um, people born with college tuition, you know, when they were five years old. People who are just born with all of these. Um, you know, luxuries and, and amenities that they take for granted. And, and then we feel less than those people because we were born poor or we were mocked for being poor. Or we uh, feel like we're not valid because we're not, you know, uh, you know, perfect looking or something like that. And so I just got to a point where I was like, God, there's so many good people in the world and I want people to hang on. I want people to know that. Um, they have value. And when you live in a world full of brash sociopaths 
and um, wealthy entrepreneurs and what I call uh, society sophisticants. Those are the fancy pants out there that make everything seem they they act so perfect and they pretend like everything is so great and perfect and you're just like I don't I don't I don't relate to you. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I just want people to realize that there's regular people out there, poor people, struggling people, people struggling with their mental health, people struggling to find and maintain a sense of uh, value in this world. Because, like, I've told you, man, I've beaten suicide. I got to a point where I was so low, I was like, fuck this world. I don't even want to be a part of it anymore. And then I slowly but surely started picking up the pieces and then got very, very um, strong in my values to help people and to uh, just be a Boy Scout, be a soldier, be a provider, uh, an agent of good, to try to make good in this world. And so when I see... People trying to get famous off of the backs of, uh, of innocent people who really haven't done anything wrong. It's like, what? What's going on? Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. And so, so that's the weird thing is that I am coming at you as a, as a content creator and a <clears throat> author and voice artist and somebody who wants everybody out there to, you know, find their purpose in life. But then, you go on YouTube and there's like 150 million people that all proclaim to be experts. And it's like, mm, nah, <laughs> and I don't think so. You know, like if some people are like, you know, I, I follow a few pages where they help me figure out how, like, for example, I'm trying to learn how to build my own website and I don't want to spend, spend a lot of money on, you know, Squarespace or Wick. Uh, what was it called? Whip, Whip, Wick, Wick or something. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. <clears throat> but the point is, is that there's all these websites that cost a lot of money. And so I paid for a domain name through Google. So uh, look out for survivingempathy.com. I own it. The kid is going up in the world. But uh, but I'm building my own website. And so there's tutorials out there where people are like saying, this is how you do it. And, and so don't get me wrong. I think there's a lot of people out there who have a special talent or skill that they can share with the world. Mm-hmm. And that... Uh, you know, not only reinforces their validity in something that they're good at, but it also helps other people. And so I am all for that. But you just have to weed through the crap. Right. To to the That's all that I'm real. saying. Yeah. Genuine. So you got to weed through all the self promoting, spiteful, uh, egoists. I call them egoists and egotists. Uh, people that are just, you know, maniacally trying to um, shit on everybody else because they think they're entitled to. The Karens of the world, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. some people just feel entitled to shit on others. Like they think they're so perfect. They think they're so evolved. They think they're so woke. They think they're so sophisticated. They think they're so intelligent. And I'm here to tell you, no, you're not. And just because I want to have fun doesn't mean that I'm not intelligent. It just means I got to a point where there's some things I love and I explore, but there's some things like, Eh, that ship has sailed, man. I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna become, you know, a, a mathematician. I'm never gonna become these things. My intelligence is in this, this, and this, and that's what I want others to do too. Is I want them to find their passion and find their self esteem and find their brilliance. And that's the point. We all have a savantism in something. Something. Mine is yeah. talking here as an empath. I've learned. Wow. I 
pretty good at this. Like, okay, all right. Um, but there's no ego there. It's just, I want people to live the life, like, let me put it this way. When I went to culinary school, I was, um, my grandma had just passed away and I was just struggling, boy. I was drinking myself to death at night, you know, just to sleep because I was grieving. Um, I was watching lots of food TV and then I finally quit drinking and I was like, okay, it's time to get my life straight. And I went to culinary school and I kicked ass and I worked very hard, <clears throat> but, um, but I, but what fueled my, my culinary, uh, progress was not this, you know, like I was not hell bent on working in a restaurant. I was hell bent on the feeling of like cheerfulness, the feeling of festivity, the feeling that if I owned my own restaurant or my own eatery, I could be the kind of boss that I never had. I could mm -hmm. treat people like family. I could pay them well. I could show people how capitalism could be done right, and it could be a place that's fun and festive. And I just always pictured this myself being like, I don't know, Sam Malone at Cheers, and you know, mm -hmm. Norm yeah. walks in and everybody says Norm. You know, it's just yeah. I have this idea in my head of what the world should be like, what it ought to be, yeah. and the more and more self-important it becomes. That's not to say that people shouldn't all fight for their right to exist. They absolutely should. But we should also remain humble in our uh, in in and by not overextending ourselves and starting to hurt and run over and railroad others. And that's what I'm seeing is that a lot of people uh, who are YouTubers and podcasters and such, instead of becoming each other's friends and colleagues, they're becoming each other's like hateful competition. It's like I don't want to compete with you. No, I don't. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. It's. Mm. And you're doing the opposite. You're meeting people and you're you're forming connections. Yeah. And you're <clears throat> trying to do it right. Come yeah. correct. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, um, so that's what's coming in season three. We're going to be, oh my God. Should I go into the list? I could talk about some of it. Nah, nah, yeah. we'll save it. We'll save it. It's a mystery. But we've got a lot of paranormal stuff, uh, very thoughtful stuff that we've been thinking very, very, very much about. And so that's going to be. What this season is going to be mostly about is paranormal and cryptids. Uh, maybe we'll throw in some aliens and unsolved stuff once in a while. But uh, for the most part, we want to uncover what the paranormal is <clears throat> and what it means in the world and uh, just kind of uh, give people a real um, ground-up approach to let's start all over. Let's scrap everything we think we know about the paranormal and let's... I mean, there are a few baselines that we've learned, like, okay, we know that's a thing. We keep, like, EVPs. We know EVPs are a real thing now. Mm -hmm. We know there's certain uh, prevailing um, beliefs about the paranormal that we can now consider universal. So that's okay. We're not going to scrap that. But there are a lot of assumptions that these paranormal investigators and empaths and different types say, you know, and then especially when you are coming from Christianity or something, you always think it's an angel. You always think it's God that's doing these things. And I do believe that religion ha and uh, the church have purpose in the paranormal. It's not to discount it, <clears throat> just that we want to put it in its proper place. We just want to say, yes, it does seem to help because the ceremonies is energy. When you do mm -hmm. some, you know, a priest or something does a ceremony or a blessing, 
That is an energetic proclamation. And intention. <clears throat> right. And, and energy is intention. And therefore, even though it's religious-based, um, it still has validity in that world because you're still applying your energy to do something, whether it be exercise a demon or clear a house or perhaps evoke a spirit or what or befriend a spirit. You know, your energy is all encompassing of who we are and so that's why we're trying so hard to understand the dynamics of energy because <clears throat> energy is intention and intention if you have hateful intentions um chances are you might not be coming correct and we want to address those things in our society because if we can't identify oppressive or regressive systems or people we cannot then fight for our own freedoms in a society. And we, when you don't continually fight for bettering our society, bettering freedom, uh, then we just start accepting the status quo. And that's why the world is so fucking miserable right now is because we're all accepting high gas prices. We're all accepting go-nowhere, low-quality jobs, low-quality politicians. We're just at a point where we're fighting with each other. And I'm like, I don't know if even my, like, even when I get my way, yay, Democrats won. Oh, it still sucks. Darn it. (laughs) It's like, like, why are we fighting so tooth and nail when we're not even getting what we need? Why are Republicans like, oh, Trump, Trump, Trump? What did Trump give you, motherfucker? You didn't get a job from him. Did you, did you start getting, putting a check in your mailbox? I mean, I don't understand why politics has to be so encompassing. It's like, it's, it's, even when we get our way, there's a huge fight to make sure that we eventually pull the needle closer to the left so that we can center this country and become a more forward thinking and classy society. Yeah. So, really, this episode today, you guys, is um, all about just, I want you guys to understand the importance of self-caring. That's why I'm taking an extra week off. I thought of even going and waiting until April, but I think that's a little too long. I think we can get back next week. Um, My neck hurts, but I can tell it's healing. And so, and the migraines, this time of year... You know, the thing this time of it's year. an Oregon thing when you're from California and you have and, your yeah. migraine sufferer. Um, even my chiropractor buddy will tell you that your spine, that pressure in the air based on high pressure and low pressure systems, the barometric pressure affects our spinal cord, our spinal column. It affects our sinuses. And so all yeah. those things kind of are predictors and whether or not we're going to have, you know, a migraine or a series of migraines. So that's what we're going through right now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <clears throat> so it's important to self-care, you guys. Um, and that's why I decided, eh, so what? <laughs> we're going to have a great season, but one extra week ain't going to hurt. And since our self-care involves the paranormal stuff, we're doing research. Yeah, so, yeah. And we're doing a ton of research, you guys. I cannot tell you. It's a lot of stuff. So, yeah, self-care, you know. Uh, understand that you don't have to set the world on fire to be important and valid. Um, I, I All the time, I'm trying to get people to realize, negative self-talk, man. Fuck that. Scrap that shit. No yeah. fucking way. You're good. You're, you're awesome. Sometimes, you know, like, if you try to live up to the world standards, all these workout pages, all these perfect young people with their perfect little bodies and their perfect little egos... It's like, oh, go away. You, like, 
Like, if you want to work out and you want to look good, great, no problem. You know, I'm all for people doing what works for them. But it feels like they're flinging it in other people's face. Yeah, like, a lot of them do feel like that. Like, yeah, you just have I don't to give not a fuck if you got big muscles. You, I'm a yeah. fucking veteran. I'll still whoop your ass, son. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care who you think you are, buddy. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But um, but the point <laughs> the point is is that there's there are good people in the world, but we have to find our people. In other words, you know, like I can find some some character on a paranormal show and go, oh, he's a character. I like the way he tells stories. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean we're we're besties now. Like I, I in real life, I we'd probably hate each other, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but in life, in real life, we want before we die, we want to find as many good-hearted people as we can and bring them all together and hug each other and hold each other and and be there together in an energetic bubble of positivity and hope and and find finding our own collective purpose. Be a tribe. That's what a tribe is. An old Native American tribe. They they hunt together. They eat together. They pray together. They, you know, whatever. Together. Yeah. You know, yeah. they wash clothes together. And, mm-hmm. and, and it takes a community to raise a child. You know, isn't that the old saying? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. It absolutely and I, is. And I believe that <clears throat> we are becoming sort of people who depend on family for that may not have good families or pro- forward-thinking family members to get a lot of hope from. And so you have to find it somewhere else. Some people find it in church. Some people find it in the atheist community. Some people find it, uh, you know, uh, LARPing, you know, on Twitch and stuff Mm -hmm. with their friends. Uh, But I'm not into gaming. And so I, as an empath, wanted to build a tribe for awkward folks Shy folks, you no. Know, like when I thought, of, remember that teenage girl on that show last night, the one, the tall girl, mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah, trying to figure out what that tapping on her shoulder was and all that. She's just this like awkward, shy teen. And I said, babe, That's see that girl? For yeah. That's who this show is for. Yep, absolutely. It's for people to come out of their shell, not to become brash and, but to become emboldened enough to believe in themselves and not be afraid to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. what is, why would y'all want to be the same? No. Yeah. Nope. I don't, and we want I to keep our, you know, I, I always talk about staying in your lane. Just stay in your lane, man. Keep your tribe small. Keep your life small, but keep your heart big, you know? And um, that doesn't mean that I don't run into energies and people where I'm just like, oh, why do we still have to deal with this? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. in the year 2022, we're still dealing with tanks and armored weapons. We're still dealing with police officers with itchy trigger fingers. We're still dealing with yeah. uh, he said, she said politics and all this gotcha question bullshit. We're still dealing with YouTubers and all these uh, childish mentalities and ego and arrogance. It's just like, oh, God, please. Like, can I just die in peace, please? Just <laughs> let me go. I honestly. A long time ago, I said, this is when I was still religious. I'm like, God, just turn me into a pure ray of sunshine and let me go. Let me out of here, please. Because it's so ridiculous sometimes, this life. And yet there's so many fun and good and interesting things about it. And so we're trying to become the land of misfit toys for all those who can't find a tribe. Maybe certain, you know, 
you don't want to get involved into athletics too much because they're a bunch of dude bro shit or or you you don't want to get into the church because maybe you don't feel a strong sense of religiosity um you you want to you know because we don't want to battle people's beliefs we just have our own beliefs and i just believe that if you don't challenge religion then religion takes over and then all our beliefs we make all these assumptions about <clears throat> what the afterlife is and what the world is and maybe that's not accurate you know i just yeah. frankly i like the i like the idea of jesus i think he's a cool cat but i just don't know whether or not it was a real thing and it really happened did it really happen that way and even if it did happen how does that prove that he was the son of god maybe he was just really good at tricking folks mm-hmm. he was the yeah. david blaine of his time exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know could be just yeah. a, a genius mm-hmm. you know yeah. So it's not about crapping on people's beliefs. It's it's about you come to the empath tribe with your qualities and we will find your special gift and we will mm-hmm. empower you to do that and to shine and be your best in whatever that is. And if you're good at nothing, well that's okay too. We'll right. find what you're good at. <laughs> yep. You know? Yep, absolutely. So yep. Yeah. Um <clears throat> So we talked about self-caring. We talked about uh, the world today. Um, the world, uh, you know, you guys, I know cost of living. It's easy to place blame on the left versus the right. And, you know, um, I hate Putin with a fiery passion. Fuck him. Fucking, I am so tired of fascists. I'm so tired of autocrats. I'm, tar- I'm so tired of people yelling and screaming that I have to be a certain way. It's like, fuck you, you know. And Well, one thing I want to bring up is that... Um that Facebook thing that's going around yeah. saying, you know, you're complaining about high gas prices, but at least you're not on the <clears throat> floor of a train station with <clears throat> your pet, not yeah. knowing if your home is there. Right. And I, I, I can see what they're trying to say, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there's room for both. Well, yeah, that's what I said. Because, I wrote yeah, something but, to that. Yeah, effect. you did. And I remember talking to my dad <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago too. There's something that was happening in the family to someone in the family that was, really horrible and i had been complaining about my job stuff and i even made a comment like you know it makes my stuff feel small now and he said no it's all right. important it's right everything there's well, room for everything that's the problem is that if you were to measure your problems by the worst case scenario like yes i know somebody's dying right now of stage four lung cancer and that is tragic and that is terrible and we do not want to take away from that plight but that does not mean that your experiences and your hardships are invalid and when yeah. we try to compare things to like you know because we oftentimes will say first world problems mm-hmm. and some things are sometimes, some, okay. sometimes yeah. things are trivial and we yeah. should and it helps perspective to get to go mm-hmm. well at least we're not sitting in a train station in the ukraine or and Poland. that's absolutely true so but- so if it if if comparing those things helps you to sort of understand that your problems aren't as big as all that, and it helps you find perspective, then great. Um, <clears throat> but we just don't want people to think that uh, their problems aren't valid unless they're awful problems. Yeah, like, exactly. no, because yeah. if you're struggling to find balance, if you're struggling to get rid of your depression, you're struggling, those impending thoughts of doom, those impending thoughts of worthlessness, negative self-talk, uh, all these uh, feelings that you're inadequate, that you're not good enough, um, maybe it's not, you know, world bending and world changing, but for you and your world, that's important. Yeah, 
Exactly. So and you so, have to right. realize there's room for all of it. Well, I get really tired of Facebook because of prevailing attitudes. Prevailing attitudes are so, it's like the last, it's the last common, deno- least common denominator of all. That's It's where intellect and, and reason goes to die is Facebook because of all the generic beliefs and all the generic things and w- ways in which people believe. And, and everybody wants to shit on people and say, well, your problems aren't Ukraine, so you should have more hope. Well, maybe it's not that easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe there's more exactly. to it than that. Well, like with the gas thing, like, yeah, <clears throat> compared to that. But some people, the high gas prices will literally bankrupt them. Somebody has, yes. has to drive an hour to a job every day, right. has to drive an old car that doesn't get good, <clears throat> good gas right. mileage. It can literally bankrupt people yeah so it is a big deal in people's lives and unless you know they're in a situation and they're just being a complaining bitch yeah then okay but when it does come down to things like that it can be sure extremely serious so yeah like well room for everything yeah we don't you're not supposed to compare your life to the worst case scenario yes there's starving children in africa yes there's people in ukraine dealing with much worse but guess what, folks? We are living in a democracy, and in a democracy, we expect certain standards. So when those standards aren't being met, it's easy to say, but, but, but. But the thing is, you guys, when when we're fighting for freedom, when we're fighting for democracy, when we're fighting for forward-thinkingness, what we're, what we're trying to eradicate is the status quo that is keeping us from getting better. As a culture, kinder, less punitive, um, better jobs. Um, people are starting to feel like they don't belong on this planet anymore and that they have no worth or value. And when you perpetuate greed and, and corporatism and capitalistic gain over the lives and livelihood of regular real people, it's like, no, fuck that, you know? And I'm so tired of the rich and powerful with their megaphones on TV and ads and commercials, uh, trying to trick us into these lifestyle choices. Fuck that, dude. Be yourself. God. Yeah. Quit trying to live up to some lifestyle and just be, man. Have fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And if you're having problems, they are important. Yes. And just, you know, keep everything in perspective and realize that you're allowed to feel certain ways about things and feel certain ways about other things there's well there's nuance and there is nuance in life and when we make these generic little quips about them it's like i think it just ruins a deeper conversation about everything yeah and so that's Mm -hmm. what i have wrong with it is it's not to say because you know sometimes we should just suck it up you know i myself like when i'm you know kicking rocks i'm like ah you know and i realize when I start to ask myself what is exactly wrong, all that's wrong is what's always been wrong. I'm mm-hmm. getting older. I have p- aches and pains and, and I can't seem to find, um, you know, financial gains uh, t- so that I can advance to the next level of my life. Same problem, different, mm-hmm. different year, you know? <laughs> yep. yeah. So, so when I realize that my problems are a lot of times my own attitudes and I need to change my attitudes, then that's when the growth starts happening. And so it's, but, but just because we could grow and change uh, and have a better attitude about certain things doesn't mean that we can't also place blame on a world that is trying to trick us 
into thinking that low wages is 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 correct. It's just not. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so that's the problem when you you have a bunch of wealthy systems, uh, the predators and sociopaths in charge of all these TV stations, all these radio stations, all of the media. The prevailing attitudes um, shifts the burden onto the person rather than the system itself. And that's what Fox News tries to do is they try to always blame the poor people and the moochers on everything rather than blaming these wealthy systems that are trying to um, create a world where we just become their slaves forevermore and we're just supposed to accept it. It's like, no, man. And so, and that's where it puts me in this tenuous position because on the one hand, I want people to find a way out of some subservient job that's going nowhere, that's making them unhappy. I want them to go be something beautiful, be, go, you know, go be something that's pure and good. But then a lot of times the way I interpret a lot of people on YouTube and these content creators is that they're just egoists. They're just, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like some of them are coming correct, but then there's a lot of good ones too. Yeah. You know, but just every once in a while, you'll run into like the guy on uh, Instagram where he he just spends all of his life just trying to be a predator. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Oh, my God, that is so sociopathic. Or when you find people just trying to criticize um, people that are higher up than them, it's like, yeah, I I joke around about Joe Rogan, but I'm not trying to take him out. Mm -hmm. I'm not a threat to him. I'm a... I'm a flea on the tick of his dog's ass. He doesn't care about me. He's a really cute dog. He's a cute dog, Marshall. <laughs> oh, but anyways, yeah, so we're going to be back next week, you guys. And um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be very paranormal heavy this season. Um, but we just wanted to check in with you guys and say hello and uh, let you know that we're still here, we're still alive, we're still in your corner, we're still fighting the good fight for you and with you. And, um, you know, uh, I quit my job, an oppressive job, because I spent a good 25 years of my life just doing what they told me to do, following orders. And you you get to a point where you're like, oh, my God, I've just, I've lost all meaning in my life. And so now what I care about is empowering people and empowering empaths and finding the truth not only in the paranormal but in our society as well when we do that we challenge our systems not in a way that's militant not in a way that's angry but in a way that's intellectual and kind and we battle our battles through kindness positivity and nuance not through you know hate and all these shallow you know Mm -hmm. All these shallow thing, you know, people with their shallow attitudes. It's just no. Yeah. It's not what it's about. So no. uh anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, this is just a bonus episode. We are going to be prepared and ready to uh, kick and punch our way to uh to we're gonna have so so many cool things. Ghosts, cryptids, it, we've got a bunch of stuff lined up. Uh, oh, and I wanted to tell you guys, uh, Patreon is live. I have four different tiers. Uh, just if you guys want to support the show, couple bucks. Hey, man, I would so appreciate that very much. 
Um, and we will have uh, certificates for you. We'll have a little, you know, extras on YouTube. We're going to try to give you guys what we can. Uh, the YouTube channel will be up in a few days. Uh, the website will be up in a week or two. And uh, all that being said, I mean, I'm just trying to do the best I can amongst, uh, you know, fibro and migraines and everything else. But, uh, you know, I work really hard when I'm feeling good. And when I'm not, I self-care. And that's what it's all about. And that's what I want you guys to do for yourself. Yeah, so. for sure. Anyway, thank you, baby, for uh, hosting the show with me. And uh, are you going to do the show with me next week? Probably. Yeah. We'll probably yeah. do that together. Right on my days off. Yeah. So thank you guys so very much for your supporting us. Uh, we will be back next week. Uh, look for the season three opener on, uh, I think we're going to do, we, we've got to do a show on portals. I have that coming, but that's probably going to be our second episode or third. The first episode, I think it's going to be a survey on the paranormal, which is kind of a catch all. We want to start establishing some baseline phenomenon and start inspecting with a fine tooth comb what these phenomenons are and what is it that we're seeing and why. And uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. And uh, we will, of course, uh, try to add anything that you guys tell us on Instagram or Twitter. We will try to answer your questions on that show. So always, if you want, you can message us uh, at uh, Chef Bry Comedy or Surviving Empathy Podcast. And for Rebecca, it is at where? Spooky Nerdy Gal. Yes, ma'am. So thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode of Surviving Empathy. We will see you next week. Thanks, you guys. We love you. Bye.